Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'm here with an old friend of mine, but he's never been on a Geekscape. Uh, Andre Blacknerd. Is it Andre Blacknerd or is it Andre Blacknerd like your channel? Yeah, uh, Blacknerd Comedy is my Black channel. Blacknerd Comedy is your channel, yeah, but you're yeah. Andre. I'm Andre and the Blacknerd. The yeah, Blacknerd. Or Meadows. That's my Yeah, actual. well, Andre Meadows is your is your biblical name. That's your <laughs> birth name. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's your name. Blacknerd might be my birthday. Well, what do you think? I mean, do, do people say Andre Blacknerd? Yeah, that's usually people. People I mean, usually say Andre Blacknerd or Andre the Blacknerd. Okay, well, just which, which do you prefer? Because like you just like, call me Andre for this. Because if I call, if I say like Andre Blackner, do you get mad? <laughs> no, no. You know, it's funny. People... You did it to yourself. You know that, right? Like you be like, like a brand building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. People ask me that all the time. They're like. Why do you call yourself black nerd? They, they, Why is it gotta be a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't you just be a nerd? I'm like, yeah, oh, I am. <laughs> well, I mean, as like an object, as as like an instigator of oppression. Like, how do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the white nerds have ruled for too long. One man had to stand up. <laughs> like, tr- like truly, uh, why do you have to keep yourself down? Like, like that's what I want to know. Is, well, that's the thing that's funny. Like, people, why you gotta objectify? People always come at me with it like it's an insult. I'm like, right. it's not an insult. I I'm proud of being black. I'm proud of being a nerd. And the reason why I use the name is, is because it's like a, you know, was it, was it the Venn diagram? You know how you have like the two, like A is this sure. and B is this, and you have that cross. So like black people are one thing and right. nerds are another. And somewhere in the middle is me. And the weird thing with being a black nerd is that you have to cater to both sides, which means you end up pleasing nobody. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know, that's really tough. You're, you're, a, you're like a, remember the, the, the gay black guy in uh, Chasing Amy? He's like, I'm a minority within a minority. Yeah, within a minority. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, when he says that in the record shop scene. Yeah. Um, but, but, no, but I'm not gay, about. Yeah, <laughs> not there's anything wrong with Hey, that. hey, hey now. Uh, <laughs> we got an entire geekscape to get through. <laughs> you may be gay by dawn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, um, what, what I think of in... I think I've said this on the show before, but uh, I don't know if I... I know I cut this out of the interview, but it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, and I was asking him if he had anything to say to the audience. I was like, hey, you're, you know, you, you're popular with the ladies. Is there anything you can tell the Geekscapists 
you know, the, the, the geeks in the audience about, you know, to maybe give them some advice. Yeah. And he goes, I really don't like labels and I don't use them. And I was, you know, and I was like, uh, or oh, calling names. And I was like, well, it's not calling names. When you go to a site called Geekscape and you call yourself a Geekscapist, right. it's self-identification. Yeah. You know, so so you calling yourself a black nerd is completely within your own, like, yeah. a, not only rights, branding ability, but self-identification. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the way, I don't know why people would assume that that would be a racist thing. Because I'm like, does that mean every census is racist? Right. <laughs> every, yeah. every time you have to put what your ethnicity is on a form. Screw this form. <laughs> Isn't my name good enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should just want me for my personality. So do I get the job? <laughs> so so, so Geekscape, we're going to be talking a couple things. We're going to be talking about the new Godzilla trailer. I went to see Nonstop. I saw the uh, last or latest Miyazaki film. It's up to you guys whether or not you're going to call his bluff and find out whether or not it, he, this truly will be Hayao Miyazaki's final film. Is he the, uh, is he the, the Jay-Z rises. of animated directors? He, he's the, I mean. Michael Jordan. <laughs> it seems like Hayao Miyazaki he keeps saying every couple of years no this will be my last film and uh the wind rises is the latest statement but you know what like studio ghibli and hayao miyazaki is still one of the top five studios in the world in my opinion like he is truly one of the top filmmakers in the world yeah. and um and the wind rises we'll, we'll talk we'll get to it but um andre and i are actually now compatriots on the same channel if you guys have been keeping up with geekscape you know a lot has been happening Next week, I'm going to go to uh, to Austin for the South by Southwest premiere of Dock of the Dead. We're very proud of the film. We get to see Alexander Philippe and our friend Simon Pegg and Tom Savini there in Austin for the premiere. It's going to be a big big to-do. Um, we premiered uh, Miami Vice. I found, out on, I found out on, I think, on Monday or Tuesday of this past week that Miami Vice was going to go up for sale on Wednesday. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> so like we had to do like some last minute like title changes, this and that. Uh, oh, wow. And then it, it came out. The Miami Vice comic is out now on Amazon. If you guys have a Kindle, you can download it, get it on your Kindle or your iPad. You can read it. Uh, Miami Vice issue one of eight, and then I have an annual that I wrote as well after that. So uh, what's great is it's Saturday morning, and as of this Saturday morning, uh, it is the number one book on the Amazon charts for mystery graphic novels. Woo! So. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, I, I woke up this morning and, and I knew that. I, like yesterday, I was like five or three or third, and and I was like, man, I'm right behind like, literally Donald Westlake, the Parker <laughs> series, which is like, uh, which is an amazing graphic novel done by. Um, I'm blanking now, but uh, it's basically a Donald Westlake. It's like an adaptation of the Parker series, um, and I know Geekscape is yelling it right now, but <laughs> but I totally have uh, blanked on the comic creator who adapted that series, and then um, V for Vendetta. Wow. Is like the number one, was like the number one book, and I think it's always the number one book. And then I'm right behind. I was right before Sin City and Hellboy, wow. Seeds of Destruction. So I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I'm surrounded by my heroes, and now I'm number one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> by the time this podcast taping's over, I'm gonna recheck, and it'll be over. <laughs> it'll be like you plummeted to number thirty-eight, and then uh, tomorrow I'll be off the charts completely. But uh, if you've picked up Miami Vice. Thank you. Obviously, last uh, Geekscape episode, we had our own uh, artist for the series, Carl Reed. He was on the show. And, uh, and yeah, so um, thank you guys. And, of course, Geekscape TV. Uh, we've been telling you guys to go and subscribe to Geekscape TV. A lot of, lot of, lot of positive reaction to um, uh, Hero of the Prophecy. Thank you, guys. Well, let's see if we can make this into a TV show. Uh, Geekscape TV is on the full screen network, which is a, you know, a YouTube network of different creators. And... They've been kind of talking to Geekscape about doing, uh, you know, a channel with them for a while, and I didn't really know too much about them. Literally, my entry into the world of full screen was my appreciation of Andre's 
uh, channel. Like, uh, if you go to uh, Black Nerd, you know, comedy, mm -hmm. if you look for Black Nerd Comedy on YouTube, like, that's your channel. It's YouTube.com slash Black Nerd Comedy. Black Nerd Comedy. Mm -hmm. And that's basically, like, I don't do a lot of YouTubing. Uh, that is the channel I watch. And then I watch, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was on uh, Screen Junkies, so mm -hmm. I, I subscribed to Screen Junkies. Yeah, I actually just did a video with them. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 we were on there. I was on there last week talking to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Trailer. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I went, "What is this?" You go, "Who is this asshole?" <laughs> did you not know what the Guardians of the Galaxy are? I knew of it, but oh, welcome yeah. your ass to Geekscape. Yes, Shit's about I to know. Get real. No, no. I always, always, <laughs> that's why I always tell people like retro cartoons, all that stuff. I love, but comics. That was the one. That was the one thing where the black people took over and right. was like, no! <laughs> this shit requires reading. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at that time. At, now, I know it's a new age now. So that's the thing I tell people. Like, people are all like, you know, po you know, now with the internet and post Obama and everything else, everyone's like, oh yeah, black nerds, we're awesome. We're yeah. all over the place. Obama's like, making an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, well, in 1989, I didn't see none of you fools around me. <laughs> it was a bunch of thugs beating the crap out of me. <laughs> no, you know, um, now, guys, the reason to go to the this black nerd channel is like every couple of days he has a black nerd rant yes uh which he, he's not gonna call black nerd rage because that would just be like <laughs> wrong in a few ways <laughs> but i would uh, have some people knocking on my door yeah. <laughs> but, but these rants are some of them are great like, oh, like, like uh the like, rest are terrible <laughs> no, no, so, you know what i like about you this is what i like about you i like i like, I like the rants i like your poppy editing and i like the fact that you are uh, like uh, a huge Nintendo fan, just like myself. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like a completely unabashed, unapologetic <laughs> Nintendo fan. Because there is a lot of Nintendo hate out right. there, especially from like the the quote unquote hardcore gamers, the mm. PS3, PS4, Xbox One crowd, yeah. and of course the PC gaming hates all the consoles. <laughs> oh yeah, of but um, the, you know, you play the other systems. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I, like, I play like, the other stuff. Well, the, I think the thing, I think it's just it's a definitely a generational thing. Mm -hmm. Like when I grew up, Nintendo was the console, the eight-bit NES was the console. Of course, you know and the master had, system was like a step down. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You and I are probably the same age. Yeah, yeah. So, right. so you had, you had, we had the onslaught. We had, you know, twenty-six hundred, Commodore, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Then we had the crash. The Nintendo kind of brought it all back. So I think when you grew up in that time, you just have this personal connection with Nintendo that you've grown to this present day. And you trust them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this is these. This is the stuff I know from from my childhood all the way up to now as a person who games. People who you know, have grown up in the past few years, did not have that same. They grew up with multiple consoles. They mm -hmm. grew up with the choice. Well, I mean, we still had the Genesis. Like, I was a big Genesis gamer. I yeah. played a lot of Sonic, but I also played the Super Mario World. Yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? Like, like, like you could do dual systems. It just seems like, but Sega went away. Yeah. Sega exactly. went away. And yeah. then and then you and I were probably in college at the same, the same time. We couldn't afford a PS1. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, remember the PS1? Like, when, we, when you and I were in college, like, yeah. the PS1 was the popular thing. Yeah. And then towards the end of it, once we started, like, graduating college, getting into grad school, there was the Xbox One. Uh, the, the, the proper Xbox <laughs> the, the, One. Yeah, the, the, the true the, Xbox The true one. Xbox One. <laughs> and I couldn't afford either. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't until I was out of grad school that I went and bought a GameCube, a PS2, and started really getting into, like, Grand Theft Auto 3 and yeah. Wind Waker and all those games. But, I, I mean, I own everything. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I uh, haven't gotten into the new generation yet. But whenever people accuse me of being a, a Nintendo fan, I think it goes back to what you're saying. Like, we're, we just have trust in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we trust their systems. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, with the Sega eventually, with the Dreamcast, and that sort of ended. But, yeah, I feel like Nintendo is this console that we've seen continue on to this point. Mm -hmm. Every other console at that time period and past is gone. You know, we don't have them. So I think that that's where that loyalty lies, which is no different than I think the loyalty that people have 
for Sony and Microsoft now. If you're a Halo fan, or, yeah, you're right. Because they have, since their launch, they've been here. Sony has been here since PS1. Xbox has been here since the first Xbox. They have not gone away. There's plenty of other systems that tried throughout all this time to, to stick around and didn't. So, Why do people say this is my system? You know, why do people I, say Xbox is my system, Sony's my system, Nintendo's my system? Do you, I mean, do you say Nintendo's your system? You no, can. it's all right. <laughs> you can. Well, it is in the in the fact that that's probably what I do play those. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, my thing is, what happens when one wins? Because that was the, right. that's the thing. Like I, like the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis war. <laughs> right. It was a war that made a lot of sense. You had a you had one company that was just basically a juggernaut, a lone player, basically mm-hmm. almost a monopoly in a way in video games. And then here Sega comes along, it's like, no, nah, we got to change this. And right. They bust out Genesis. Which it was closer to an arcade cabinet type yeah, design. Yeah, exactly. Know, and this was and they were before, so it's right. like you didn't, you know, Nintendo was still like this eight oh, bit console now, blast processing <laughs> right. and all that stuff. I mean, keep in mind there were other players. The Neo Geo didn't take off, right? right. The 3DO Turbo didn't graphics. take off. Yeah, we we had a Lynx. My brother and I, my brother Paul had, had an Atari Lynx. And, yeah, and I liked it because your left hand friend could play it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could just flip around. Uh, the Lynx was cool, but you're right. Yeah. Like Nintendo just had the best. Uh, proliferation of i think i think third party and in, in games i mean yeah it was ju- it was the juggernaut yeah. um i know that was what yeah. that's why i felt that was that what that was going on was that all right we got to take this down whereas now it just seems like everyone's just sort of in the mix and it's i think it's a different mentality now i think a person now at least in my opinion mm-hmm. is willing to have multiple consoles or if they can right. have multiple consoles a lot of people i know have multiple consoles but then you have a lot of people who just want one and they want everything in one and i think that's where this sort of war comes out between oh it's got to be xbox gonna be playstation i we need multiple consoles i i think that like look at sony's press conference that they did for the ps4 that's why you need multiple consoles that's why you need them fighting each other we can't have one console because the moment you just have one then they can just do whatever they want and not care and sony's been vocal about saying that they need nintendo to introduce younger kids and families into gaming Mm -hmm. right yeah so, I you know I I, I have no I have no beef, right. <laughs> or whatever. But. What do you say to like the, the the doomsayers, the Nintendo doomsayers who look at the Wii U sales and say, oh my God, they're done. Yeah, and not knowing that they have billions and billions of dollars <laughs> in like backup funds from the 3DS sales and Japanese sales. That's but, like, that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's thing that's funny. People are like, Nintendo's done. It's like you realize that they have this portable console that is doing yeah. amazing you yeah. do realize that sony is literally <laughs> selling their buildings yeah. <laughs> and contemplating selling their entire entertainment division right you know uh in that microsoft is losing its market share to apple like crazy and they're almost completely going to become i mean it's crazy how microsoft has been taking a dent in the, in the apple years yeah you know um they're 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 uh, Desktop and computer companies just getting smaller and smaller, and you have all these competing new companies creating PCs. <laughs> right. I mean, what's Microsoft going to do? Yeah. But no, it's Nintendo's the one that's going <laughs> to fall first. Just, it's fun. <laughs> it's just fun to be yeah. that Well, that thing, what, the, there's, they just recently announced that um, they're going to stop doing uh, Wi-Fi that's right. for the Wii. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I got, like, all kinds of emails. Like, oh, this is, it. This is the end. <laughs> We're right. done. I'm like, Really? Are you still playing Wi-Fi on your old Xbox? Yeah, like, like a, a part of me saw a part of me, <laughs> a part of me saw the announcement that it was like, uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'll I'll bust out like the DS Mario Kart and, and play online, or maybe I'll maybe I'll get on Mario Kart, you know, on the on the Wii and play that. And then I saw it, and I said, 
Why? Because that, yeah. shit's, that shit's been hacked and cheated so hard. I remember the first weekend of Mario Kart DS, yeah. I got online, and like every other player is like Japanese. Do you remember that first weekend of Mario Kart DS when you got online and you were so excited to be finally playing with people over Wi-Fi? Uh-huh. And fuckers were jumping through walls. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you sit there, fuckers are jumping through walls. That and was it's ridiculous. Like, and like they knew how to b- abuse the lag or whatever the fuck was causing it. Yeah. But I'm sitting there chasing some guy down, and it's like, I'm on the other side of a wall now. And you're like, Okay, you know, playing online on the Wii and the DS Mario Karts was fun for a month. Yeah, and then you don't play. You it got online. fascinated, like yeah, I, I got when I got uh, Mario Kart Seven. I, I think was like that. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm playing online, and three matches in, I was like, you know, I'm done. Yeah, I'm I think good. I think <laughs> I think it's good. I, I think it's still the one that you play with your friends. Yeah, I think it's still the system that you play with. your Oh friends yeah, the NFC is yeah, that's great. Um, but but you know, unless it's Monster Hunter. Yeah. You know, Monster Hunter is probably a great game to play online with everybody because you can tag along and just take out these these giant beasts. Uh, our Geekscape's Shane O'Hara was was telling me like, dude, you got to get like he he's late to the 3DS party. Yeah. And he's like, you got to get Monster Hunter, man. All I've been doing is grinding and playing Monster Hunter with my friends, <laughs> taking down these different beasts. And I'm like, that is why I can't get Monster Hunter because it sounds like the biggest time sink. Did you not well, hear the opening of the show in which I'm telling you the 19 million projects Geekscape's trying to instigate? And that, that's that's a thing too. Like I get, I whenever I, I'll. Say I'll be honest, very mm-hmm. brute honest on, on my YouTube videos about oh I haven't played this game or I haven't right. seen this movie or I haven't read this comic and stuff. And people will get, how do you call yourself a nerd if you don't do this? And I'm like, do you not see the multiple videos yeah. I'm making? It's like yeah. at a certain point you, you just can't get everything. So that's why with my channel I made that specific niche of what I'm into because it's like this is the stuff I enjoy and stuff I have knowledge on. And I'm trying as much as I can with this much new stuff. But yeah, you just kind of get to a point where you're just like. I'm good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you feel pressure because, like, Tropical Breeze came out. My Donkey Kong Tropical Breeze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, uh, we reviewed it on the site, but Derek did it, and I really want to play it. But I'm still trying to get through last year when they put out the 3DS reinterpretation of <laughs> Donkey like, Kong Country Returns. It's, it's funny. I played it. I stopped playing that for a while because I started playing uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on a 3DS. And then when mm-hmm. Tropical Freeze when that was about to come out, I actually went back to go finish it. So right. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. And I, and I, I'm, I'm on the second house of Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, and I bought it the day it came out. Right, right, right. And uh, I played it right up until Donkey Kong Country Returns came out. Yeah. And then, I, you know, and then, of course, I mean, really, like, that's where Nintendo shines is that Mario and Zelda franchise uh, I won't play any other games until I've beaten those. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like the 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 two worlds, the Zelda two worlds game is awesome. Yeah, it was phenomenal, and I didn't pick up another game until I'd beaten it. And the new Mario, the Kitty Cat Mario, like I like <laughs> I, I didn't beat it, you know, until I'd beaten that game. Right. And yeah, I still have to do the Star Worlds and the additional stuff, oh, but yeah. I ain't got friends, and Laura's not gonna play with me. So <laughs> Geekscape is if you're in town for WonderCon or San Diego, we'll we'll do an early night. And we'll just you know do some uh, getting extra stars and the different oh, stuff. You on got those to. Games. It's crazy. There's yeah. There's a world that that you have to get to. You have to yeah. get every star. That's right. Every and the top of sticker every flagpole. and the top of every flagpole yeah. to just get into the world. Yeah, it's I have crazy. not unlocked that world. Yeah, and then I found out recently. I'm I didn't slowly know. getting through <laughs> unlocking that world. Yeah, no, I'm not even close. I, I beat the game. I beat right. the main story, but yeah, I'm now going. And back. you got Rosalina. Like we got, we got Rosalina. Rosalina yeah. But yeah, but I'm still on the quest of getting to that world. And then I found out that. There's a sticker for each character. That's right. And the only way that you can get them is you have to play every single level as that character. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. So, hey, I mean, it works. You know. Um, but, I mean, Geekscape, you know we have a long history with Nintendo here. Uh, you know, those of you guys who follow me on Twitter know that the, my background image is like 
uh, I went to the Nintendo Championships in 91. Oh, wow. And I, and I got a little shirt, and I wore it in my sixth grade photo. Nice. And uh, I thought it was going to make me so cool. It had the anti-effect. <laughs> <laughs> 1990, 91 was not a good time to be wearing a Nintendo Championship shirt. I, I, I had the... smiling from ear to ear in that fucking photo. I had the same effect. I went to, I went, clo- you know, back to school, clothes shopping with my mom. And I remember getting, for this reason, it was a fad where they had the Looney Tunes. Of course. But they always dressed them in, like, hip-hop gear. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, it was, like, backwards hat, <laughs> yeah. like, Taz. Yeah, you know, Taz and Bugs. Taz and, and I mean, Marvin the Martian popped off in that year. Yeah. I remember having all this Marvin the Martian shit. Yeah. You know? So, uh, so we and went all the redneck guys were like, Taz, that's <laughs> our guy. Taz, man. Yeah, yeah, Taz, yeah. don't be wearing no use yeah, Sam. Foghorn a- Leghorn wearing gangster clothes. Don't make it. It belongs sense. on my mud flap, not on some black guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Sam and his Sambo. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, don't 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 say that at home, kids. Don't say that at home. Don't say that. No, don't ask. I do. Okay, going back, I do remember that phase. Yes. So I remember going to. We went to one of the stores, and they had like these giant like sweaters with the with the just huge, just large pictures of Bugs and Taz in the in that gear. And I was like, oh, I gotta get that. I'm gonna be the coolest kid in school. And it was a complete opposite. Yeah. One, two. My parents like to do the whole like, well, we're only gonna give you a couple shirts every yeah. every few weeks. Of course. So every every year. Yeah, every <laughs> year, yeah. <laughs> so if you're wearing like a plain shirt or a striped shirt, you can kind of get away with wearing that a couple times before kids notice. Like, hey, that's the same shirt you wore last good week. Good call. Good call. But if you wear a Bugs Bunny <laughs> backwards hat <laughs> sweater, just huge, like people realize that you wore that Monday. You I know? had a Mar- Marvin the Martian like spinning a, fo- a basketball on a finger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were safer just getting the cross color pants like everybody oh, else. Yeah, yeah. Or Jinkos. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. everybody else. You know. Uh what a, what a sad time the mid nineties were. It, it was really there was there was weird like eighties you the know, comics like, weren't good. The comics weren't good. The games were good. Games the video were, games were good. Ba- and video the movies games were good. were good. Yes. Well, the Batman movies weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the comic book movies sucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like people, people that complain about comic book movies today for whatever reason. Yeah. Go back. Go back to the nineties. Well, that's what we do here on Geekscape. Sometimes. <laughs> you know, like we gotta but complain about. But something. you're coming at it from you know Love. at least a te- yeah a, a technical standpoint. Right. But where those were just bad, just for the, like even as just movies, they were mm-hmm. bad. Not even as comic book movies, just as movies. But I mean, are there too many games? Because like the new Professor Layton just came out. Yeah. And I'm like tempted to buy that so I can play it on the plane. Um, even though I haven't beat the last Professor Layton. <laughs> and then um, and then South Park is coming out on yeah, th- on Tuesday. I, I didn't, which I, wanna, I didn't know I wanna, that. I want to play the hell out of the South Park game. Yeah. South Park may be my must buy. If the reviews stay above like an eight out of yeah. ten consistently across the board, if the Metacritic stays above an eighty, I think South Park's my first, you know, my my, my big buy. And I just feel sad for it because I, like, I feel like that game has been like trying to get out know, for so long, I and like companies it was with were gonna win. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but but in, in all honesty, if it makes the game better and the game does look phenomenal, and I love the fact that you're playing a, a South Park episode as yourself, yeah, in as a kid in the town, yeah, it looks like an episode. The care I think went into the game. Hopefully, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, reward. You know, reviews. Ben, no, no chefs love shack this time. <laughs> yeah, I really, I want to play the hell out of that game. Um, 
you know, I think Nino Kuni last year got me back into loving the JRPGs or those role playing games. Yeah. And like grinding and getting into it and building a, like a perfect team. <laughs> you know, Nino Kuni was my game of the year last year. Oh. It, it was phenomenal, and uh, it was the Studio Ghibli game that Level Five worked on with. The, you know, it looked like the it looked like a Miyazaki cartoon, and um, and it was on PS3. It was I mean, it was a beautiful game, and Laura would watch it. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because she would Laura would watch would pretty much watch all seventy hours of me playing Nino Kuni. I took her to see The Wind Rises, which is the last Miyazaki movie supposedly, um, and it takes place in the you know in the thirties and forties, and it's about a guy who's an aeronautics dreamer. He wants to build planes for Japan, and they're about to go into World War. Uh, they're coming out of World War One at the beginning of the movie. They're about to go into World War Two, and he develops a relationship with the girl. And uh, it is a slow movie, and I took Laura to see it, and I appreciate it because I can watch the animation, and I just love Miyazaki, and like, without, without any kind of uh, apology, I'm, I just anything Miyazaki does, I'm there. Yeah. And uh, and Laura was like, oh man, <laughs> it was a little slow for her. Right. Uh, our geekscapist um, Big Yanks asked if he could take his daughter. His daughter, I think, is eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he loves Miyazaki movies too, and he's like, "Can I take my daughter to see it?" And I said, "No, she'll fall asleep." Yeah. Like it's it's very slow, and it's very much a drama. It's not Grave of the Fireflies, but if you guys are looking for an anime, uh, you know, a Miyazaki film, it's not going to be Spirit Away. It's not going to be Nausicaa or um, Princess Mononoke. This one is definitely a drama. This one definitely you know plays like a like a dramatic film. Some of the um, animation's phenomenal. Some of the, you know, he has these, the character in the movie has like these daydreams about planes and about the future. And uh, those get very visual and really cool and creative. So that's the closest to some of the fantasy that you'll see. But for the most part, it's a long movie. It comes in a little over two hours. And um, and see it in the theaters if you're going to see it. See it dubbed. Or don't see it dubbed. See it subtitled. And appreciate it. And, you know, know that the Blu-ray is going to be really good because Disney loves the Miyazaki movies and does a really good job on the Blu-rays so if you can wait wait if you really have to see it in the theater definitely go see it subtitled and enjoy it everything about the movie is beautiful it's just a little long and I don't think it's Miyazaki's next like last movie I don't believe that <laughs> at all and I think a part of me just doesn't want to believe it right. um, but Laura was a bit bored by it and uh, that being said she said well it's my turn for you to take me to an airplane movie and we're going to go see nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so yesterday we went to a completely different airplane movie. We went to see the Liam Neeson movie Nonstop that has Julian Moore in it. And Liam Neeson Now, was plays. that a Miyazaki film? <laughs> um, it could have benefited from a little bit more Miyazaki. Um, you know, it's one of these like Luc Besson style French type director oh, dudes who yeah. are just like flashy and, you know, really good. But the movie is, you know, he's like, an alcoholic air marshal who's lost his daughter and is getting over the grieving. That was 10 years earlier. And, and yeah. I, I've grieved in, you know, 10 years. You're a different person. But, you know, it starts out and he's, like, in his car at the airport, like, hiding a drink in the coffee cup, you know, <laughs> and, like, looking at his daughter's picture. And you immediately you're like, okay, there's three action movie cliches that have just happened <laughs> in this car. And it's the first minute of the movie. You know? Yes. I lost my daughter. I'm an alcoholic, and I'm tricky, and I and I have an like an edge. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm like I'm like on my last legs <laughs> as a professional. And then he gets on a plane with, uh, you know, somebody who starts texting him is like, every 20 minutes someone's going to die on this plane. Now, was the pilot of the plane was this his last flight before he retired? 
Because that would be. You know what? Uh, if that scene did come up, it came up when I was getting a popcorn refill. <laughs> it just, it just from all the cliches you yeah. got so far, yeah. it seems like that would be the thing. Well, like, this like, is my last you know, flight. The, the best, the best is like when he gets on the plane, and you know the plot of the movie, right? It's yeah, like yeah. this die hard on a plane. Oh, type I love thing. that. I love the plot of the movie. I also love that the commercial for it played. 15 times the night before I got on a flight the next <laughs> oh, I really appreciate that. You went to Dallas? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Andre went to Dallas for a Ninja Turtles party. We're going to get to it. Let me <laughs> let me finish this uh, nonstop because let me yeah. tell you, it's really easy to finish. Yeah. Basically, he gets on the plane and uh, it's one of those scenes where like, you know, you have to inventorize all the possible bad guys. So yeah. he's looking around at all the passengers. Granted, he's an air marshal. He'd be doing that. Right. Uh, but everyone's looking suspicious. Of like, course. everyone's looking at them with like, their head tilted down and, like, yeah. looking up. There's like, an evil kid with a balloon. There's literally a little girl with a bear. And I expected her to be, like, looking up like fucking Chucky. <laughs> and, like, and, 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 and the movie got so ludicrous at times that Laura goes, I honestly thought there was a bomb in the bear after a while. Like, like I honestly, after a while, I was like, they're going to, you know, because some of it's just silly. And what, yeah. I, what I don't like is, like, when the character has to act extremely logical, but the script doesn't. Right. You know what I mean? So you see things and you're like, well, you know, like, like you know, just a little bit of spoiler, but there are, um, but the, the people responsible or, like, the guy responsible at the end of the movie, like, they smuggle fucking, um, he has a getaway. He, he, he's going to jump out of a fucking parachute. Right. He put that bag through, like, security. <laughs> no one at security said, why do you have a fucking parachute in your bag? Yeah. Why do you have, excuse me, sir, uh, why do you have a parachute in your carry-on? Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Um, you know, because at the end of the movie, once, like, all the cards are out and it's time to, like, face off with the bad guy, he starts putting on this parachute and he's like, well, I'd like to say that we're all going to make it, but I guess you aren't. <laughs> and I'm like, how the fuck did you get that parachute through security? Because I'm telling you right now. Because, I mean, that's just a small thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? But the way some people start dying in this movie is like, come on now. <laughs> we don't believe nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's not just coincidence. It's just like... An insulting slap in the dick with a like with a slap in the face with your dick, like it's, it's just not fun. <laughs> right. And uh, and I think as far as movie reviews go, the most insulting a movie can do to you is slap you in the face with a dick. Oh, like yeah. that's that's a parameter that we're starting to hear on, Ge- on Geekscape. It's like you know, there's five stars, there's one star, and then there's being some- <laughs> this movie's fine. Exactly. You're gonna enjoy the hell out of this movie on TNT. I just wonder what theater you're going to. We're slapping me in the face. Uh, Burbank 16. Don't okay. <laughs> The Burbank AMC 16. Yeah. Don't do it. They they seem like some. They seem like they would have some dicks in the audience. Yeah. Oh, is it so, IMAX or? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Will you turn your phone off? No. Slap. Slap. Um, guys, you're gonna enjoy this movie on TNT. You probably won't. You probably won't enjoy it for twenty two dollars. <laughs> you know, I, I I you know I pay for Laura, so it's you know it's a good chunk of change every time I go to the movies. Um, so Andre, I had said that you you got on this plane and yes. you went to Dallas. Well, you were flown to Dallas to attend a Ninja Turtles party? No, I flew to Dallas. Well, you, on your own volition? I, I found out about it literally two days before it happened. I bought a ticket the day before. You were like, I don't out. have any plans this weekend. I'm, I'm like, going to go to Ninja going Turtles to Dallas party. for a Ninja Turtles party. Yes. So there is, it was called Jared's Epic Party. And it was this guy, I guess back in November, he met Vanilla Ice and found out how much it would cost to basically have a concert with Vanilla Ice. He's a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Okay. Vanilla Ice, of course, did Ninja Rap. In Teenage Mutant Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, yeah. So he put out a, a crowdfunding campaign and was just like, I want to raise this amount of money to get a venue, hire Vanilla Ice, and bring people down in full Ninja Turtle outfits 
so we can have Vanilla Ice on stage with the Ninja Turtles. In that viral video that went out like a week or two ago of him doing the Ninja Rap, did you hear about that viral video? There was a, with, there was a Vanilla Ice viral video that happened like two, three weeks ago. With the mac and cheese? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was that a tie-in at all, or was that just no, coincidence? No, no, that was just okay. coincidence. Okay. Uh, as well as a month before that one, I actually met Vanilla Ice at hmm. CES and performed hmm. Ninja Rap for him. Uh, for an interview, what did he do? He he lost it. He, he had no clue. I I how had many people. Do you think fucking do ninja rap for him? I did like, full dance. Okay, I did well, full no, dance. Okay, and, well, okay. and I was in Ninja Turtle pajamas. You're like, and I had a guy dressed as Razor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be in the next movie. Yeah. Uh, so no, uh, but yeah, he he did this crowdfunding for this event. I think he asked for like about thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Ended up getting like seventy something thousand dollars. Holy shit! It was ridiculous. That so, would save the orphanage. Yeah, <laughs> like, he saved the orphanage. Crap. So he had a party. It had Vanilla Ice, Rock Bass, Digital Underground, Tone Loke, Partners in Crime, who sang Turtle Power in the first Ninja yeah, Turtles yeah. movie. Uh, a turtle van, a, a full size right. turtle van with four complete Ninja Turtle outfits, looked like the movie. Uh, he had a guy come in as RoboCop. He had a DeLorean, an Ecto-1, uh, uh, the police car from RoboCop, full arcade with the Olden Turtles games. Shit, I would have flown and for this. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was so amazing. Pizza. you found out about this party. You flew there. Was it everything you'd expected? It was, pretty, it was pretty amazing. Uh, Did you make a video about it? I, ha- I took some footage of some okay. of the concert stuff. Have you cut it together yet? No, no, no. no. Okay. It, it'll be, it'll, it'll be, be up, up on soon. your channel? Yeah, on my YouTube.com slash Black Nerd Comedy. That's right. I got to see this video. <laughs> yeah, it was, just, it was just pretty crazy. Yeah, it, it, something amazing about seeing Partners in Crime perform Turtle Power with Ninja Turtles on stage with him. Because the video is just you crying. <laughs> <laughs> the recap will probably be me crying. Like, you be like, I wish I could spend every day it, in this it, heaven. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. And I, like, I, friends of mine went to uh, some of the people who were like, you got to come down here. We're there. Okay. We are all, you know, all, and all, everyone's these, like, wearing. Your online friends? Your online buddies? Some online, okay. some real life. Yeah. Does it get uh, too it's creepy? Like, sometimes, the, like the blurry, does that worry you sometimes? Because like with Geekscapists, I do meet them in person sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I'm worried. And sometimes, you know what I mean? Because some of them come off as fairly intense. Yeah. You know? Uh, um, I don't think I've ever had, I've never had a scary situation. I think okay. everyone's been cool. Everyone's been chill. I will say that <laughs> there's, whenever, if I ever I'm at a party or something and I see like a girl that I want to talk to. Sure. That's usually when I'll meet that guy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh. But, and, he, I mean, and I like that guy. He, I have I no offense to that. He I love loves him. you, and he, he loves he's you. The best. He won't stop talking about that video you yeah, made three and years ago. I, well, and he wants to have a full discussion about his thoughts, and I love to hear him. But it's always when I meet that girl. That would be me for, 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 for you know what my favorite video of you is that when when you and I are in the you were Nintendo ambassadors. Yeah, yeah, that, right. Because we bought our 3ds before <laughs> uh, they they dropped the money, they dropped the price of it, and then they gave us all those free games. Yeah, yeah. You made that video. That's like where you are the Nintendo ambassador, <laughs> and you're talking. You're like, I dream of a day where the blue Octoroks and the red Octoroks live in harmony. <laughs> and that shit was so funny. Oh, thank that's, you. That's my favorite Andre comedy like bit right there. Was oh. the, the the video where you're accepting the fucking ambassadorship <laughs> as a Nintendo ambassador. Yes, and then and I ask uh, any questions, and then Gino from Super Mario RPG just gives like every Nintendo every like, every question that everyone that doesn't like Nintendo says. That pretty much exemplifies <laughs> your a your channel, your comedy, and uh, and why we love you. Oh, thanks. you know that, that was that's awesome. And so 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 I would be that guy. <laughs> so, so, so so there's no way to turn that around. Like there's no way to like have this sycophant like uh 
you know, pump you up. And then you talk to this girl and she's like, oh, who's this guy? Who's this? Who's Andre? Like, oh, he must be somebody. Or like, maybe you don't go for the, you know what I mean? There's yeah. no way, there's no way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like there's no way. It's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, I will say yeah, there are some, there are some ladies I've met that, yeah, have been like, oh, wow, you're black nerd or whatever. I've been really nice. But, um, but it, even if they don't know you, if, if this guy is there, they, yes, you know, oh, yeah, like, they, like if they don't know you, they're like, oh, we, I don't know who you are. And then like this guy starts talking, it's like, oh, you must be somebody. And then, or yeah, is that just not, the kind of girl you don't so want to go for? Talk, well, it's not so much they're talking about <laughs> right. my videos. It's more like, oh, you you uh, you like this certain game. Let me tell you this whole story about oh. me in the game. And, oh. and it's like it's like they just needed somebody. Oh, so they're not pumping you up at all. Yeah, it's more like they just need somebody to talk to. Well, which, can't you again, just bang that guy? <laughs> Maybe that's I mean, what I should do next time. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I figure, I figure, if, if this guy's causing, if this guy's causing you to like whiff with, with like a, a potential date or a potential hookup, yes, just fuck that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just Get be like, know. hey man, I really appreciate the attention, but if you have me strike out, I'm gonna rape the fuck out of you. Oh my god. Like, like, <laughs> like, you, you, like you can't. I'm sl- my dick is slapping somebody tonight. You, can't, you, tonight. Can't, you can't do that. Be like, hey, be like, hey, listen. What's your name? Jeffrey three ninety eight. Listen, Jeff. Uh, I like you. Thanks for commenting on all my videos uh, and clicking subscribe. But listen, um, there's a girl over there. I'm gonna go talk to her. And I, I, I appreciate your fucking legend of mana story. But how did you, you know? Oh, you it, met it, this guy. It, 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 we all have. We all have. <laughs> we all have Jeffrey, sir. But if you cause me to strike out. You're my fucking second. You're, you're my consolation prize, and I'm using every fucking hole you were born with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, can't you just say that to him? Be like, listen, if you cause me to strike out, I will use every hole that you were born with. I'll, I'll try that. Yeah. I'll try that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You're getting a fucking bath tonight. You're like, 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 Andre, you can't say that. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do that. But we'll see. Huh. But no, I actually, I, I love talking to to anybody that meets up with me. I mean, the thing... And then jerking up in a hotel room. Yeah, and then jerking in a hotel. No, but I do. <laughs> <That's> awful. I, <laughs> but I do appreciate anyone that talks to me or watches a video. You gotta get stuff. married. Me? Yeah, because, like, listen, like, 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 that all goes away when you get married. Oh. You know what okay. I mean? Like, like, you actually like the Jeffrey. Yeah. Because it keeps you out of trouble. No, I like you know him now. I mean? Like, no, fuck that guy. He's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying... <laughs> Jeffrey, if you're listening, Jeffrey, you're, you're we're co- cool. Jeffrey, you cock blocking. <laughs> well, I did a video about it. I talked about oh, you it. Did? And, yeah, I did a video. I did a video called. It was like a PSA of don't stop of stop cock blocking. And I made well, to the R-rated version where you actually say what happens if they do cock block. <laughs> yeah. so I would fill every orifice you were born with. You're going. You, I, you will be the the receptacle tonight. All right. You know. Um, I think that PSA needs an addendum. <laughs> Cock blocking, stop cock blocking are, too. Are you starting to notice the difference between our channels? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the thing about full screen is, is you know they're like, hey, you should do uh, videos with some of our other partners, and they were like, what other partners are you interested in? And I only knew I was like Andre, that's it. Yeah, yeah. The only videos I would want to make is with Andre, and they're like, well, we also have these other things, and they threw like a list of other full screen geeky or horror or movie themed people at us and i was like well let me get to know them first yeah but i'm like uh, you know you're the guy i, w- I want to collaborate wait so with. you 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 asked they full screen asked you and you said they Andre, asked me. and they were like well let's look at no, no, the no, other no, option no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me they, they just gave me a list of 10 okay but i was like guys you don't understand it's andre like it's andre and i'm gonna keep going guys it's Andre. It's Andre. It's Andre. Andre. Andre gets the same sensibilities, and uh, in, in Nintendo sends you free stuff. 
Is that true? Uh, like Nintendo can send you free stuff, or like they want you to do stuff? While. Every once in a while, yeah, they send every you once in a while, I've gotten a little. Yeah, that's worth something. You didn't yeah. take it down to GameStop, you pay the rent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? But like that, that, that they're not easy to crack. No. You know, and there's there's spo- sponsorships that you can maybe do. Well, like, that, do that was amazing. I mean, I left this last year. Your video subscriptions leapt this last year. Like le- like leapt huge. Oh yes. You doubled them. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, completely double. I I I um yeah, completely double within the past year. How? Um, consistency mm-hmm. is a big thing. Uh, definitely consistency. Being topical, which you do a lot of, is definitely helpful. Um, I, I played uh, Angry Birds aloof <laughs> or Flappy Birds aloof right now. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So okay. that's something. But yeah, you broke my phone. <laughs> I, I I I mean I'm st- I mean I'm honestly still kind of surprised by it mm-hmm. because I you know when you're doing it as you've done it for a while, right. you don't feel like you've done anything different so it may just be that the and people getting you. out more yeah. but it, it is this weird thing about youtube which i try to explain you know i've talked to a lot of people who are trying to get into it and i try to explain it to them it is the roughest start of mm-hmm. almost anything i've ever done because it takes unless you just have like a viral video hit which even sometimes that's not a benefit right it just really takes time but then it's like once it kind of gets out there once you kind of get people checking you out then it just starts becoming this really big exponential growth mm-hmm. and and, like, yeah, that's what's been happening to me lately. But, yeah, I think a lot of it is consistency. You know, it's a completely different market than it was a few years back. And, you you know, you just had to keep yourself relevant. you got to understand the Internet time runs so much faster than regular time. So mm-hmm. you got to be there. And it's the attention spans of the audience. They're just, I yeah. mean, it's like you're making uh, entertainment for hummingbirds. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you, and then it's just the connection with the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, like, like, when I put a video out, I'm in the comments which I know people are like, leave the comments, don't don't read them, and I try, but you respond to a good like third of them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I like them. to do that, and then I you know respond to people on Twitter and Facebook. It's like you, of course. you you create sort of a mini community for yourself, and and what's good about that is that those are the people that become loyal and they come back and you start to know them and things like that. And what I predict, my personal thought about is is that over time we're going to start seeing more and more of these communities. Mm-hmm. That yes, you're going to always have your top ten millions plus subscribers of course but i think there's going to be a lot of people as long as this program goes the way it's going i think you're going to start seeing a lot of people who have smaller subscriber bases but are you know making money making a good revenue stream having a good consistent viewership having sponsorships come to them because they're going to have these very the potency loyal audiences yeah Yeah. the potency of the audience may be better than the size of the audience yes they'll actually buy things they'll actually invest in a kickstarter or they'll actually go and you know, uh, buy issues of Miami Vice, which, exactly, which yeah. is crazy. But I mean, that, that's all I, that's all I really dreamed of with, with Geekscape was to make just a community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we had a revision three show and when the revision three show fell, fell, like fell apart, I felt like I got dumped on my keister. Yeah. And I was like, well, this isn't fair to the community that we built, you know right. what I mean? Cause now they don't have a place to go. And so I immediately just started Geekscape to kind of be like, well guys, let's, let's take this, you know, you know, let's take this ship and let's let's ride this ship instead and see where it takes us. And yeah, you know, I'm I'm proud of Geekscape, but I'm always very aggressive with it, wanting to make it bigger and wanting to do other things. And my dog Rufus just walked in wearing a sweater. <laughs> Literally, the door just of my office just in. opened, and Rufus just came in wearing like a sweater. Rufus, why are you wearing a sweater? I know it's raining here in Los Angeles for the one day of year it will, mm-hmm. uh, but my dog literally just came in here wearing like a sweater, not just any sweater, but like. Like a cardigan, like what yeah, is I know. that? Yeah, he's wearing like a fancy sweater. Doctor Huxtable here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm excited to see what we can do with Geekscape. I'm gonna take uh, Rufus off. <laughs> of you. Um, Rufus getting close. Yeah, Rufus getting very close. Um, Flying. 
I'm excited. Bye, Rufus. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do with the channel. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but mainly to bring basically back a visual component to the audience. You mm -hmm. know, because they've been listening to the show for... We're in our eighth year, seventh year. Oh, nice. Uh, we're in our eighth year. Holy crap. Wow. <laughs> we're in our eighth year of talking yeah. on the internet. And uh, in a visual component. And plus, like, like you know, I went to film school, filmmaking. Let's, yeah. let's show people some of the shorts and things that, that didn't make it. You know what I mean? Like, Doc of the Dead, for example. Like, there's stuff that isn't making into that film that, you know, is cut for time or cut for stinking or just not that not, not working out in the pacing of the movie. I would love the YouTube channel to be a great place to put that stuff just so the audience can see it. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen on Doc of the Dead because it's owned by Epics. Right. But um, but hopefully in the future as we make deals, we can you know, have a subscriber base or a popular enough channel that I can offer that up in the contract and say, hey, listen, guys, if there's B-roll or if there's you know stuff that doesn't make it into this film uh, or things that we should on set like making of, you know, the channel's a, a feasible place to put it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, it, and it still gets seen because some of the content I, I would love for it to be seen by the by, by the audience. Yeah. You know, they're going to be hungry after they see the film for more. Yeah. That's how confident I am, at least, in the film. Yeah. <laughs> they may be like, no more of that crap. <laughs> and that's the thing. That's a great, I mean, that's the approach. I mean, you you want to feed your community or you want to give more things to the mm -hmm. community. And I think that's a thing that people do have to remember. I, and there definitely seems to be a mentality now with people who get into YouTube and it's all self-focused. It's all, right. like, I, I want the most viewed video. People want to be, be fucking famous. They want to be famous, yeah. That's fucking weird. And that's, yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, keep in mind, like, like, like you all know you get cock blocked at parties. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but, like, you wanted to be an actor. Yeah. And, I, so, so it's fame. And still is, but I, mean, it's, I know, but, yeah, yeah. and I'll put you in some shit. If we get here the prophecy sold, you, you can swing a sword and stuff. Um, nice. If, if, um. I want to slap a dick in the face. Yeah, well, <laughs> It depends on whether it depends on where it lands. <laughs> what channel? It depends on what channel. Skinamax. Uh, maybe Skinamax, but it ain't gonna happen on the hub. Okay. okay. So, and I'll slap a pony in with. Yeah, slap a pony in the face uh, with an aquabat yeah. and a transforminator. Um, no, I mean, I mean, do you? Uh, is that a goal to be famous? For me, because when I look at the channel and, and Brian Gilmore, who now he helps manage Toby's channel, Tobuscus. Yeah, he he started with Geekscape with us. Oh, cool. And and he and we were having lunch and talking about like working together and what we can do. And and he said, well, what's your goal for the channel? And I, and, and honestly, it was what I just said. It was it was as you know additions to filmmaking and just making sure the audience could get cool content, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and the brand should really be bigger than me, for right? Sure, but. For you, it's like Andre Blackner. Yeah, the connection is, is fame part of it. And don't say it, uh, I'm not gonna think you're a vain son of a bitch. <laughs> like, like I think fame's okay for some people. No, I, I just well, the weird thing for me is that this whole thing, the whole Blackner comedy stuff, was this weird thing that just sort of got a life of its own. Mm -hmm. When I first started it, I moved out to LA, right? Solely like I want to be an actor. I want to be a comedian. Um, you know, we do the standard: go out on auditions, take classes, go. Open mics, yeah. just all the basic and stuff. That's tough. Like yeah, the open mic stuff is so hard. Incredibly tough. Yeah. It's it's like everything else. It's something right. you got to give a bunch of time to. Mm -hmm. um, the YouTube stuff at first for me was just an extension. It was just right. like, oh, okay, I can put stuff online. I'll do that to promote the fact yeah. that I'm an actor and a comedian. And, and you, everything else. you know, and we, you and I first met, I think, in like. 0706 at San Diego. It could have been earlier than that. When yeah. you were walking around in the Scooby outfit. Yes. <laughs> right? Like you would walk around in the Scooby Doo outfit and, yeah. and just make videos, and those videos were just kind of like, let's put them on YouTube. Yeah. It's just, just for part fun. of It's like a bit. Yeah. You know? And that's how you and I met. Um, uh, and, and so that started kind of, uh, you know, 
accruing a, a, a following, I guess. Yeah. So that and, and at the time, I didn't know that much about YouTube itself. I mean, like nowadays, you can get books. You can get Isn't that crazy. YouTube makes its own playbook. Yeah. yeah, and stuff like that. But back then, it was just whatever. And so it wasn't until I started going to like YouTube events, like VidCon, talking to other people who create who were creating videos online, and sort of seeing that they did have these communities, mm-hmm. and it was this very interesting thing for me. And so once I started doing it regularly that sort of happening on my channel and now this is this is a very interesting thing because when it started out i was just like oh i'm an actor this is one of the things i do now it is like blinder comedy is this thing it's this identity all to itself i think it's, it's important to have a brand yeah and, and it's great and and it's particularly to have one that you've created i mean it, well it's me, something that's synonymous with you absolutely yeah yeah and so it's not a fame thing of like i wanted to be famous but it's it's just so nice that you know Coming, especially coming from the acting world, where you're just constantly told, and you're on your own. There's no community. Yeah, no community. You're on right. your own, and you're told constantly, no, right? Um, for and not even no, like, like it's one thing to like, no, you can't do this, but it's another thing when it's like no superficial reason. And I right. mean, like, just you're every, not tall enough. Yeah, you're not yeah. tall enough. You're not the right look. You're not the right no. shape. You're not. You know, I I've gotten thing. I've not gotten things before because oh, well, your co-star is this height, so right. we have to have someone who's shorter than him. I mean, it's it's all kind of you weird don't know stuff. what's bullshit, what's not bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just as frustrating as the truth. Yeah. So to have something where it's like I control this, everything mm-hmm. is is in my hands, and it can be the whatever I want it to be. Like that's amazing. That's a wonderful thing, and it's an opportunity that. You know, if I was doing this 10 years ago, I probably wouldn't have as right. much, you know, because we didn't have this technology to do that. Because slavery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's nice. Oh, I thought you meant 100 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, if it was back then, yeah. then I don't know. I've never seen a book, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to use the computer. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you use this white computer? Yeah, exactly. Did you look at my white computer? <laughs> do you know how to make text bold? <laughs> Slash I. <laughs> Did you just say you were to rape Jeffrey? <laughs> Did you just say you were to rape one of your white, yeah, one exactly. of your white Jeff- fans? Jeffrey's going to come in and be like, Who, who's doing the raping now? <laughs> wow. So do, would you recommend that, I, that like, now that I were, we're, oh, yeah. we're really going full bore into YouTube, would you recommend I go to these fucking conventions? Because some of them scare the shit out of me. Like, All the YouTube conventions? They seem like a bunch of 18-year-old girls who fucking, like... They scare me. It it's an interest because I, I go because I go to yes. comic conventions and to go to these in YouTube comic conventions. I'm totally fine. With oh. I'm like the mayor there. Well, and it's not scary at all. But that, then you go to these vidcons. It's a bunch of 18 year old girls. It's like the hills. It uh, at a time I don't feel like it was that way. I felt like it was like just hey, if you were a YouTube channel, if you were around, you're okay. part of the community. But yeah, it definitely there there's definitely a new breed of people who've come in. And why you got to say it like that? Well, because I think that's what it is. Like what are they? They're the want to be famous people. They're the, they're the want to be if, yeah, basically, basically, or or and you that, hate them. Like they're, like, they're, <laughs> they're like they're fucking aliens. Well, the, if well, you were to say that you wanted to be famous, I'd be like, well, cool, Andre's talented. But some of these people are vapid. Well, like, the, so there's fucking vapid, <laughs> most fucking vapid, weird, like 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. was at a party at Comic-Con last year. Uh-huh. And half the people in the fucking party had had their cell phones to their faces. Right, right. And we're like, this is what I'm doing at Comic-Con. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> if you're not interesting without the camera, you're sure as fuck not interesting with the camera. That's it. But that's what's fascinating about it. Well, what's happened is that... horrifying about it. Like, yeah. like which, which one really? When you, yeah. go to these, when you go to these conventions and you yeah. see this crap, like, whoa. Well, this is what I think happened. I think when YouTube kind of first started, it was... It was almost a place for outcasts in a way. I mean, you, you, like, look if you look went back and literally looked at here were the popular YouTubers, mm-hmm. if sure. you want to use that term, in sure. two thousand six, two thousand seven. Here are the ones two thousand eight, and then here are the ones today. Like you could see in the past, it was these. Oh, you're you're different. You're eccentric, and I think people connected to them because like, oh, I didn't never met a person like that before, or I'm like that, and I can connect with this sure. person. Because YouTube was this sort of smaller thing. Now it's kind of grown. Now everyone has a cell phone. Now everyone has, you know, their Xbox has a YouTube app. You know, yeah. you're, you're surrounded with it. Younger people are able to get access to it faster. Yeah. Younger people who are going through puberty, who are going through different emotions. Maybe they don't want to work Well, that's part, it, part right? of that. But it's just like, if like, I think at the time it was like, oh, I want to watch this because it's fascinating, it's interesting, I like the person, whatever mm-hmm. else. Or I think a lot of it is now, just honest. I'm a 10-year-old girl, and this guy with Justin Bieber hair and right. uh, accent and wearing a, a shirt right. with no sleeves and talking about how high school is tough is dreamy. So it's like a connection? Like, a, like Some of it's just Yeah, connection? it's a connection because there's no one else around. I don't want to connect with those people. <laughs> I get arrested if I connect yeah. with some of those people. But, it, but that's the thing. It's like I'll if you're on, like, by yourself. De- Dateline NBC <laughs> if I connect with some of those people. It is weird. Like I'll get I'll get messages from girl be like, oh I love you, Andre. I want to marry you. And then you go to the profile. And it's like, whoa, no, you don't. No, get away from me. This is a yeah. trap. No, yeah, but uh, you put in the incubator file. Yeah, exactly. And you're like one day that fruit, yeah. you're like one day that fruit will ripen and fall from the tree. I got little stopwatches of yeah. look at the countdown clocks and everyone. Mm. Soon. Uh, no. no. Uh, yeah. the, the, the egg timer. Oh, goes it's off. January. Time to go to Minnesota. No. Um, <laughs> Someone's having a birthday. And, now, like, uh, had, and Jeffrey's going to be heartbroken. <laughs> yeah. He, we'll, he'll actually show up. He'll actually be watching work in place. Can you seed me first? <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that it is. I think there's a lot of like, oh, I'm attracted to this person or right. I care about this person. And so if we're you're, fucked. you're by yourself, <laughs> if you're by yourself, you right. feel like you got that that personal one-on-one right. connection. And it's just, and that's always been there. That's with any kind of form of entertainment. It's just now that YouTube is becoming this big thing all over the place and younger people are getting attached to it. It is possible if you are a certain type to to sort of quickly gain an audience based on that. The issue though is what's going to happen. You're something like you have a brand. I have mm-hmm. a brand. A lot of people I know on YouTube have a brand that can definitely sustain itself outside of YouTube. Yeah, and and, and could and should. So far, opinion. so good. So what's going to happen if your mainstay of YouTube is just YouTube, and I and for me, I would say milk it. I'd say right. get as much as you can, right? Why, why you can, and then on to the next thing. But it is kind of frustrating, I, I think, for a lot of creative types when you're when you're wanting to do something different, if you're wanting to, to succeed, and you have that type of skill, and you are competing with a guy who can just sit oh, in it's his crazy. room and just literally talk about nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, I'm like, wait, what? Because I, I think Tabuskus is talented. I think he's yeah. really funny. I think the Fine Brothers are super talented. Oh, very talented. Yeah. You know, Dan, Shane Dawson, super talented. Like, yes. I think these. I think there are a lot of people who are talented and are, are getting... Then you, you find out about people who are like, wait, they literally just sit in front of the computer and talk about that, and yeah. that's what people care about? Yeah. 
And, and and that was the thing, like, like all those people you mentioned, like these are people I know that have been doing this for several years yeah. to build their audience. They've and some of these it, yeah. new guys, like they're just like, you've never heard of them, and never heard all of them. a sudden, boom, right? There. And you know, it's that it's and that you know, again, I never wish no success on anyone. I was like, hey, no. that's great. Well, there, but I, I have a list, but we can't. <laughs> say it but yeah, we're not gonna but, say it. Yeah. yeah, but I think that there is when you have such a quick rise like that mm-hmm. and it's really based on those types of factors there is a, a there is a mentality to it that is that is different and and yeah I, when i go to conventions i see it i've dealt with it with some of the conventions like like it's i was joking with somebody the other day like i've actually been denied on some of those youtube conventions now <laughs> because of your numbers no that's that's the funny thing i mean? had less numbers back then, then. and was accepted I have more numbers now, and and with a couple of them have just flat out been either denied or because never it's heard about taken it. too long. Because people climb past you because it's because so people saturated. climb past and because their audience is not going there to see me. They're going right. there to see you know if yeah. I'm if I'm in the love with so and so. Yeah, yeah, they're right. going to see them, and so be it. But Let's that's make our own. <laughs> We can make our own well, I think that's what the comic conventions are. Now, the yeah, comic conventions yeah. are a completely different story. Like right. that—that's th- what I learned. That was—that was something I learned for myself. It's different mm-hmm. for all people, but that's something I learned for myself. Is I do have—I do meet fans. I do meet people who watch me at those YouTube conventions. But the comic conventions pale in comparison. Like when I go there, it's like yeah, that's great. People are great, and it's awesome. And for me personally, you know, you talk about the fame thing. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather have a few thousand people like me because they like what I'm doing or what I'm creating than to have millions of people like you because, oh, I look. think you're hot. Yeah. Because that will go away. Yeah. And oh, God. Well, <laughs> oh, man. You should have seen, seen me when I started Geekscape. Well, yeah. many, many of you did. I, oh. I look at a video from like a couple years oh. ago and I go, what I'm happened? Aging, <laughs> I'm aging like a fucking president. Yeah. You know how like, a, a, like presidents age faster than anybody because oh, of their job? Yeah. Like, I'm aging like Obama right now. I'm like, oh, God. It does it to you. It does yeah. it to you. It's like just... that or like thinner. Like, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> Mine was more like cookies. Like <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, we got to get it while, while, while before we totally look like our parents. I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know, because that's around right around the corner. Yeah. You know, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. I like going, the full screen. People are super supportive. You know, it, yeah, they're the great. Community's network. cool. Channels like you, you know, I, I, I haven't really explored the other channels. <laughs> <laughs> they recommended them to me. I, I know like Five Second Films and those guys. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like, work with those guys. They're great. I like some of those guys, but yeah. um. I don't know. I'm like I know you. You know, I, I didn't know those guys seven years ago in a Scooby outfit. So <laughs> that connects. You know, that connects people. <laughs> we'll, we'll make a connection with those guys. Um, really, what you guys should be doing is, if you haven't subscribed to Geekscape TV, we built it for you people. We built it out of our love for you for the last eight years. So you guys should totally subscribe to it. YouTube.com/slash/GeekscapeTV. Subscribe, share, like, hear the prophecy, whatever you guys want to like on it. Go for it. Um, I'm about to put up the Miami Vice parody, and then we're going to put up the Stan Lee conversation I had. And then we're going to South by Southwest, so there's going to be some videos coming out of Austin. Um, but really, if you like Geekscape TV, you, you're going to love uh, Black Nerd Comedy. So that's the, really the channel you should check out, too, is YouTube.com slash Black Nerd Comedy. You do not have to be a Nintendo lover to like it. Oh, no. Uh, we're talking about all retro you stuff. You talked about the Godzilla trailer that just came out. Godzilla that's the recently. movie of the year. That's going to be the movie this summer. I hope. I hope. I know, right? I, I, I hope that the trailer is not misleading, and I hope that because the trailer was awesome. Yes, but that can always be the oh, thing. Man. But I, I, but I'm actually more worried about if people will actually go see it. Like I, I feel oh, like, like it Pacific will be a Rim? good movie. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those things of like, are people going to give this 
love. Yeah. You know, I, I like that this coming out in May. I really yeah. like that. Like, if this came out in August, I'd be a little concerned. Pacific Rim came out in July. And, yeah. And I think maybe it had some blockbuster fatigue that lent to the box office oh, being yeah. low. But it comes out in May. Hopefully the X-Men movie is great. You know, um... You don't have you know you don't have Guardians of the Galaxy till August, right. um, and then I'm excited for Godzilla. You have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You know what? You and I have to go see that together because I think I think I think we're gonna approach that movie at the same level of trepidation, man. Oh boy, the same. There's gonna, have, there's gonna have to be some hand holding. I that I got like I got like rabbit's foot, oh, <laughs> fingers man. crossed. I'm well, just I've sacrificed open. several things not necessarily human yeah but i've sacrificed some stuff in the backyard i i, I wish the best and the thing it's so funny because people are just like oh i want to fail i was like no i don't i want it why to would you be, want any of these movies to yeah fail? i want it to be good i really yeah. really do and i'm i'm keeping strong with it but yeah you know what i i don't i didn't hate those designs that came out recently i was not too yeah i didn't except for michelangelo no comment but the uh, the, the idw <laughs> books are awesome yes like the idw books i just started are awesome. i just started getting into those so oh, you gotta get in i mean excited. they're incredible yeah, yeah yeah um and of course kevin eastman um was on the show two years ago and he kept getting a cell phone kept going off yeah and after the show i said what is that like who's buzzing you and it was the the director uh, and he's like, oh, he wants me to approve the blank designs. And the character has yet to be revealed, but is in the movie. And I'm sitting there going, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> hopefully the character's still in the movie because they were talking about designs for him back two years ago when oh, he was wow. on Geekscape. Wow. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited for the movie because, you know, if there's followings roughly the IDW type design of, of it, then I'm excited for the movie. But Godzilla, to me, is, I mean, that is also my childhood. And that one seems to have the most promising chance because yeah. of the team involved the look of it the trailer kicks ass yeah and i'm excited for that movie to kick ass and then the sequels to start introducing some monster wrestling yes i would be really excited about that and i think and and i was i mentioned this in my in my, mm -hmm. in my video i think that having that bad godzilla movie oh, actually yeah. <laughs> doesn't adjust it like doesn't a favor yeah you're i think right. there is going to be that interest of like well how are they going to do it's this like again? batman begins yeah yeah exactly right. it'll get the right. batman begins like i think that people will go out just for that curiosity of seeing if it's going to be good or if there's going to be a big pile of fish in the street right. <laughs> yeah. well that's when we're going to see uh geekscape is of course we're going to keep you up to date on all that stuff um we're headed to austin we're headed to the premiere we're excited about that thank you so much again guys anybody who's picked up miami vice on the amazon store it's coming to comics plus soon and i know it's going to come to foreign countries as well so you canadian and british listeners and australian listeners or german listeners are uh it's coming trust me miami vice will be in your hands and it'll also come to comiXology as well i'm hearing so uh you know it's a slow roll but that's digital comics it's the it's the you know frontier of comic books so uh, Miami Vice will be coming your way. Uh, if you can't wait and you have an iPad and you've got a Kindle, go on Amazon and pick it up. Um, so thank you guys if you've done that so far. And of course, Geekscape TV, Black Nerd Comedy, those are the YouTube channels we want you guys to show some love to. Um, I'm at Jonathan London on Twitter. Andre Black Nerd on Twitter? No, at Black Nerd. At Black Nerd, just Black Nerd. Black Nerd. Yep. The Andre's just going to go away. Yeah. <laughs> Who <No>. am I? <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. He left. He's gone. He left in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> you you take your face off. Yeah. I become you. It's Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey's living inside your skin. <laughs> so Black Nerd on Twitter, guys. Black Nerd on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find us. Search for us. Befriend both Andre and I. Mm -hmm. uh, Black Nerd and I. Andre's dead. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next Geekscape. All right, guys. If you guys are in Austin, come hang out. Um, come see us. And then uh, I guess the next public showing of Geekscape will be our booth at WonderCon. All right. Maybe Andre will come by and shoot some videos oh, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Stop by. 
All right. We'll see you guys next time.